Welcome to A Lot of Things, the show where we talk about many things, including entertainment, books, video games, shows, apps, and all that sorts of stuff. I'm Carl Sardella. I'm back with you again. This is the show that we used to do in 2019 in this awesome studio, Cloud Studios. I have with me today a guest, and we'll be doing that all the time now, especially with this particular person, I think. Yeah, for sure. And this particular person I'm going to introduce now. And you can talk during it, but I'm going to like do an introduction. Yeah, do you want me to say my name? I'm going to get to that. Okay, got it. Hey, this is your show. I am just living in it. Well, it's our show at this moment. I like it. Yeah. I'm very generous. This person I met because I was going back to do stand-up comedy, uh, which I still want to get back to doing. And obviously the pandemic uh, caused a lot of issues with that. But this is pre-pandemic, and I was going out to different places and wanting to do shows. And I think you were saying we met before the Weird Club. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot the name of it, but it's gonna go. I think they're about to close it. It's um, yeah. We met before that. I can't remember if it was either at Laughs or at like one of the Thai restaurants or. Oh, that's right. What well, I, I don't know. Yeah, and here in Seattle, if you don't know, there's a lot of comedy that's just at Thai restaurants for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like in small weird little places, I'm sure all over the U.S. there's things like that. But yeah. Um, I did do a show like next to a dishwasher at some point. Like, like a, yeah, like washing actual, dishes. Like, like a person doing. Yeah, he wa- was doing wa- the dishes. Wash yeah, dishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, Jeremy, because I knew his name for some reason. Yeah. Would you just keep it down over there? And he was like, No, I can't. This is my job. Uh, anyways, we met at some point at this weird club, uh, or even before that. And I remember in the very beginning, I didn't know you very well. I mean, I just kind of met you, or had seen you in the clubs, and then you immediately started talking shit to me. Interesting. Like in a good way. It doesn't sound like me. <laughs> kind of like that. Not like full on shit, but just kind of like, you know, going like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's like, okay, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm very cynical. I want to do sarcastic. like all these shows. And like I said, it's a couch on stage, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a podcast, but it's also a stand up show. And you're yeah. like, mm, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but then you kind of told me. An example of these guys that were these a couple of black dudes that did it in Texas, and then I looked. Oh, you sent me the links, uh, the ninety five South or something like that. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Ninety five South. Like, Is it ninety five South? It's it's something South. It was like they named it after like a freeway and like, right, 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 right. I, I checked it. out. I'm like, interesting, mm. right? So mm. yeah, but it I didn't understand the concept, uh, and I didn't see how that would work. And I think the reason I, I told you to come to the the Soto location was because they had a big stage and yeah, like this yeah. massive space that was owned by this 80, 80 year old black guy that I never knew and I don't know what to use the space for it it was like I don't know maybe pizza or whatever but it, it was an amazing space um, it was awesome yeah. it was super weird and like the bathrooms were super weird and there was like mm-hmm. astronauts and gorillas I don't know it was just a weird yeah. place yeah but anyways we met there and uh, I was like, yeah, we should do some comedy stuff together because you're doing comedy, I'm doing comedy. And then I found out his name. I didn't know your name for a while, I don't think, for that evening. Yeah. And yeah, so everybody welcome Carlos Haddix. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Appreciate your time. Another Carlos. Yeah, Carlos and Carlos. Carlos and Carlos, which we did a little TikTok thing for a half a second, which is <laughs> Carlos and Carlos. It sounds ridiculous when we say that two grown men doing TikTok. What? I'm doing TikTok. I mean, I do TikTok for my daughter. I'm her director. Well, I do a TikTok as my regular age, me. I mean, I, I talk. I'm talking shit, but I'm actually on that TikTok with you. 
yeah, you are. Yeah, we did something there for a hot second, but yeah. then I thought, you know, restart this show. Yeah. And then we're talking about working on a studio that's similar to this and kind yep. of getting that up and running. Queen Anne, it's coming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. here we are on the show. All right. Uh, before we uh, get into the deep dive, which is the section I've made up for this show. Deep dive. It's like an Amazon leadership principle. Oh, that's where you went with it? I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> totally different. Oh, you thought I was going pornographic? Yeah, because that's... No, you know why? Because I'm an adult and I'm mature. You're an adult. Again, we've established that I'm not. Yeah. And I, mean, I use TikTok. The first part's true, but the second part is questionable. That's the first thing. That's the kind of stuff you did when I first met you. What are you talking about? That. <laughs> it's this thing you... It's really interesting because you do this thing where it's like, I'm just saying words. And then you can't... You, but you can't hold it in too long. You're like you're talking shit quiet. <laughs> you talk shit quietly. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I call that the mumble the the mumble shit talk. Yeah, it's you like know, mumble I, core. Like, like, what you say? Like oh nothing. No no yeah, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. just talking shit. Yeah, just, just like yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah, you do that's you do that all the time. I do. It's very subtle. It is. It's basically yeah. like I'll do I'll say anything, and you be like, is that really is that your final answer? <laughs> They're like, it's, and I'm it's, like, I guess, you, and then it's like. Uh, there's a person I know. I don't maybe there's a person. I, I have a coworker. She's her, she's so dry in terms of like her wit that you are 100% positive that she's serious and then you don't know how to respond because mm. you know like you're as a comedian, right? We always have some type of retort, right? And the retort 50% of the time could be inappropriate, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it's better not to retort if you don't know if that person's serious or not. You know what I mean? Right. So I've been in that situation. So my friend, um, Jamie O'Neill, who owns a salon up in Queen Anne, she was talking to me about how she keeps dating these guys and they're just narcissists and they're just like awful men. And I go, Jamie, you know you have this type and you know going into it they're going to be this type. Why do you keep doing that? And she goes, I'm a cutter. Oh. Like that's just. too real. And then I, and in my head as a comedian, I'm like, I totally listen, Jamie. It's not funny, but I'm about to bust out laughing. I <laughs> then I just started laughing, and she was kidding. But it was so good. That's quick. And what it is is pain comes from, or comedy comes yeah. from pain. And also cutting. Yeah, and also cutting. <laughs> and also pain comes from comedy as well. Yeah. Because I said that first, and that's true, because if you do a yes. show and it sucks. Yeah. I'm glad you went back to making it about you, but that's. No, I, how is it about me? No, nothing, because you're re-quoting yourself. I was just explaining for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, thank you for bringing uh, this. Uh, uh, people our, can see this yeah, old-fashioned here. Our, our sponsor. Uh, 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 on the Rocks? On the Rocks, yeah. They are so, not our sponsor. But they could maybe. be. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. And, or cut water. Uh, Whoever comes to us first. This is an old-fashioned, and I love yeah. it because it's an old-fashioned in the bottle. Which, by the way, is Carlos's Rodella. Yeah, that's right. Rodella's. Is that your favorite drink? Uh, is that my last name? Uh, you know, I've been pronouncing it that way, so I'm hoping it is. It is. Okay, so Carlos Rodella, CR for short. I never used that, but go ahead. I mean, you're we have to do something. It's Carlos versus Carlos. Wait, I have a nickname, but I'll tell you, put a pin in that. Is what? it Los? I'll, we we I'll have we have it. we have limited nicknames. I know we do. We do. <laughs> like what? It's not Car. That's stupid. Right. It's not Car. It's Los. It is Los. Car- but there's, there's Carlito. Like, there's a story. Finish what you're, th- you're going to say. It's either Carlito or my mom calls me Loelo because she can't pronounce my name. You're not going to remember where you were at. What were oh. you talking about? Oh, we were talking about being sponsored by... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, we weren't. No, you don't know where you went. You you lost your... We need to have uh, proper nicknames. We but can't have the same You were saying something nicknames. else. You were starting to say another part of this Carlos conversation. Carlos Oh, it's your favorite drink. 
Oh, that's all you were going to say. Okay. Yeah, I didn't forget. You're right. You thought I forget? Yes. No, it was your favorite drink, and that's why I brought it. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, might be one of my first uh, gifts on the oh. show. Oh. Yeah, so I don't the we, inaugural gift. Maybe inaugural gift. I don't know. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers, man. Yeah, when cheers to water. Cheers. Water cheers. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do water cheers. Uh, so the first part of the show is we're going to talk about things we're into, like I do on the podcast when I'm by myself in, in my room and just talking to a microphone. But now I can do it with an actual human being. I know. it's It's been a while. Like even us, we've, we've done this remote for a long until time. now. Yeah. For until now. Yeah, for until that's now. A, that's a timeline. So this is the part where we talk about things we're into. I mean, I'm into everything, as you know. Yeah. I'll let the guest start, which is you. Yeah. What's like one thing you're into right now, like entertainment-wise? Entertainment-wise? Um, I've been, you mean like shows and stuff like that? Anything, actually. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, so when I'm not out on the dating apps and dating, I'm watching, I've been watching Succession on HBO Max, and then The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, whole brilliant, brilliant shites. That's amazing. Kaylee Cuoco in that? Good lord! I well, and the to, writing of it, everything yeah, about it, I like binge nice, it a while tight, ago. and darkly funny. And Rosie Perez in a weird oh, role. She's in a really weird role. role. Like I'm yeah. like, you're taking a back seat, and but she's not. She's just not being all overly sexualized as she usually is in these shows. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and have you seen it? Yeah, all okay, of it. It's can amazing. You, can you agree with me that Kaylee Cuoco, for those who don't know, she's the blonde girl from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Right. Also from um, the the frappening iPhone uh, uh, downloads of celebrities in in the nude. Uh, oh, so she's that. On, she's okay. On the show. Yeah. So yeah. Those, that's, that's where I know her from. Um, she, she looks like a cross between Christina Applegate. Okay. Uh, from Married with Children yep. slash uh, that death show on Netflix. And she looks like slightly like Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Do you agree? Ish. You don't see it? You see Christina Applegate. Jennifer she Aniston. Looks, she looks like a young Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah, I can see Christina. I, I Christina Applegate, if you're listening, I didn't mean that. You look great still. You're you, you don't did have say to look young you don't, yeah, with yeah, her. I apologize. Man, that's you, bad. They they might be like similar like peripheral ages. And I don't know that's not even a thing, but no. Yeah. Well, but amazing. That show is amazing, and yeah. I'm so glad you saw it. Yeah, everybody should watch that. It's like, again, it's the way it's written, and, and it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. a whodunit. Yeah, right? it's a whodunit the it's whole whodunit. time. Yeah. And you really don't know, and it's also like an internal like struggle with her mind and stuff. Yeah. Super cool. And then the other one was what? Succession. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you explain why people like that? Because I can't get into it. Okay, so Succession basically is the show about this billionaire family that owns an, an antiquated media company. So imagine it's like a documentary about Rupert Murdoch and his family's Right. Like, I don't... Right? Why would I want to see that? Uh, because what what they're doing is they're showing you how these people have everything and they're still just miserable. Okay. Right? So, and it's all about family dynamics and... It's relatable in that aspect. It's like, you know, families, even though you have everything, supposedly from, from a financial standpoint, you're still miserable. You're still going through the same Machiavellian Game of Thrones type of cut the BS, right, that most families go through. So. Mm, I still don't want to know about It's a feel-good movie. I don't want to know about their issues because I don't give a <clears throat> shit about their issues. Their issues are your issues. No, they're not. They're like weird, rich white people issues. They have it's billions not... of dollars, but they have the same issues. Like, it's like you know when you're trying to take over your dad's company. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, okay. No, yeah. you're right. Everybody has that. It is like <laughs> you know my what I'm real like, life. You know, your 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 youngest brother has impotence, and he wants to have sex with your dad's like COO. 
Like, same right. relatable things Got that it. we all go through. We do. You know what I mean? We do. Yeah. And so I watch sister it. sister marries, like, a cuckold who she wants to have an open relationship with, but she tells him on wedding night. Oh. Yeah. Normal, relatable things. Normal, relatable things. Okay. You, you get me. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't watch it. You already hear first, ladies. Yeah, I know. Rodella. 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 Yes, you got it right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but come on. Do you know why I do that? Because I always want to say Rodello. Oh, well, you shouldn't. Because there's no o. I know. Yeah. But I want to. I'm going to say Carlos. It's just, there's only one way to say Hatiks. it. Uh You said it wrong. Yeah. It's Hatiks. So the real quick back, rolling, rolling back to the nickname. Mm. L-O-S, Los. We were called Los as kids. Yes. You as well. Yes. I did get Toast at some point, though. Toast? Yeah, T-O-S. I don't know what that was, but I didn't. I remember that. Because Carlitos. Yeah, it was Carlitos. Yeah. Oh. Carlitos, Carlitos, all the piquito. My friend used to call me Los Pac. Los Pac? Yeah, like Tupac, but Los Pac. Mm. That actually Some is Some people thought it was because I, I was in like the Pac-10, the Pac Pac-12 conference. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. it's really because I remind people of Tupac. That's exactly right. Because you rap. Uh, somewhat. Just I, do a little, for, just bring it in a little bit. Well, I don't want to like, you know. Mess, just a little bit. Just mess it up because it's No, just a little bit. Because of the thing. No, just the the for hand your, the bar, just the bar. It doesn't won't it won't do anything. There yeah. you go. I love it. Can I love it? it. Yes. Oh wow, that sounds way better. Why didn't you say something earlier? I don't know, and it's the beginning of the show, it's just gonna not be as loud. Well, but you're gonna have to turn it you have to edit that better. I'm not gonna edit it at all. <laughs> I don't know if this is edited. Uh, what else for entertainment? Real quick before entertainment, the nickname. Los. Uh, did toast, I tell you the story? Toast. No, I'm, I'm listening. And if I did, I'm going to redo it because no, for the I, audience. I don't know your... So I was at GameSpot, I was, uh, working at GameSpot, a game company, and I was at E3, which is the big video game conference, mm-hmm. and I met Snoop Dogg, and I had to interview him, and we talked about this, I think. Let's pretend we did it. Okay. And so I got to interview Snoop Dogg, and they were like, hey, do you want to go interview him? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I don't know. I just don't get nervous around celebrity people. Mm-hmm. So I just went in there, and um, I was ready to do it. And they, he had all of his bodyguards with him. <laughs> and they were all like, don't say the wrong word. You know, like, you could just tell on their faces, mm-hmm. like, get in and out. Like, Snoop has five minutes for you. And then, like, I just get the energy. And then all my GameSpot crew are like, Carlos, he's going to interview Snoop Dogg. They're, like, freaking out for me. Right. Anyways, long story short, I'm just chill with him. We talked about Mike Tyson's punch out and video games, and it just felt really cool. And then um, uh, I was like saying about my, how did I say my name? I don't know how I came up with my name, but he goes, oh yeah, he just said it. He goes, I'm here with Los right now, my main man, my cousin or something, you know, some shit. Yeah. And I go, oh thanks, Snoop. And he's like, no, you know what? Fuck that. You're L O dollar sign because you got to get that money, you know. And I was like, oh sweet, I'm gonna call myself, you know, L O dollar sign. And then he goes, you know what? No, fuck that too. You're L O double dollar sign. You gotta oh. get paid. Oh, loss. And then yeah, that's what I was saying in my head. I was like, I don't want to go and call myself loss. <laughs> but at the same time, in reality, I was like, Snoop, Snoop. okay, yeah, I'll be L O double dollar sign. Loss. Whatever you want. Mm. But no, I wasn't like. I was just chill with him, and he was chill with me, and it's on the internet somewhere. But like, yeah, it's it was weird. That, it's weird that Snoop Dogg was chill. He doesn't seem nice. the type. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> it is definitely his smoking face for sure. Uh, relatable to that is um, when I when I create passwords, I always go LOS, but the S is a double uh, a dollar sign. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and so, now people can break yeah, into your shit. LOS, damn it! But there's more to it. There's You're gonna have to change. There's some numbers too. There's, there's a couple of things that are different. Yeah. That's a good um, story. I like that. Well, it's real. It's so weird, and that's the only nickname. Okay, back to entertainment. Uh, I'm watching Big Mouth because, of course. Oh, because you're going to preview? Yeah. 
Okay, it just cool. started. Oh, you you uh, you, uh, you are a Nick Kroll fan. I'm a Nick Kroll fan, and I yeah. so I, not to make this about stories, but that's what happens on podcasts. I met Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, and oh, I interviewed is, is, both uh, is, of them. Is, are they funny? They were very funny in real life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. are they nice? Although John, okay, so Mulaney's a dick, isn't if, he? Well, that's what I'm gonna say. He's if Mulaney ever sees this, I don't know if he would yeah. or Crow does. Yeah. Crow was again, I think just he's always exuding such positivity. Like he really was super cool. Yeah, but I wasn't. I was there to interview Mulaney. Uh oh. Yeah, like for, it was through a laugh who? network. It was since California. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you have such a crazy interesting background i have a weird life anyway yeah. so i'm interviewing him and he i don't don't think wanted to be there like i just think think he cared about like he, he looks like the type that doesn't want to be anywhere yeah maybe yeah so it might not just be me but like we were doing a you know for a comedy network and i was like interviewing him and asking about tech questions like what do you, what apps are you using now you know and stuff like uh, that and this was when I don't remember. Like before iPhones or after iPhones? No, after. Okay, well, don't look at me like I'm an idiot. What am I? I mean, I don't know. Before would be. I guess apps, because I guess you said, but you said apps. So I yeah, guess yeah, I should assume that you meant after iPhone. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got But you. anyways, he was just like, you could tell he didn't really, I don't think really want to be there. And I, I got some j- stories out of him and he laughed once or twice, but it just felt like whatever. And then Nick came in and he mm. wasn't even supposed to be there, but he was on the show, I guess, that night. And he just sat in the middle of us both to be awkward. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, don't mind me. I'm just going to be here. Nice. Performing. And then I like said stuff to him during it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then, it, yeah, it ended. But yeah, I didn't get the energy from him. But From Mulaney? Yeah. He just, yeah. Felt, I felt like he wanted to he was, leave. He was an alcoholic and he was doing cocaine. So maybe he just wanted to be doing He could have been fucked up. Too. Yeah. And he was probably, or just from the night before. Right, right, right. Right, yeah. right. Either way, um, I brought that up because, yes, I love Big Mouth. And they're on it. And of course, so many other like great voice actors and comedians mm-hmm. are on there. Uh, Jenny Lewis, was, she, was it? Was it she on there? Uh, not Jenny. Who is uh, it? Who am I thinking of? Yeah. I, I think I know who you know about. And there's some controversy about her playing an ethnic character. No, no, no. And she doesn't anymore. Right. And yeah, they, they moved of, it over. Because of the whole movement. Yeah. <laughs> you said it like that, which is really funny. You know, the movement with minorities. <laughs> um, is it Jenny Lewis? I, don't, I feel uh, bad. I'm, I'm, I yeah, can look no, up on I, the internet, right? I mean, I would, but my, my computer's over there. No, this this internet works, right? Wow. Obviously, we're using Windows. I know. It's a nice little <laughs> ring. Uh, anyways, um, it's just going to bother me that I don't know that. Hold on. So, yeah, I'm watching that a lot. Uh, I love that show. Why, uh, what do you like about it? Do you like the? I mean, the writing's good, right? Yeah, I mean, they really do... It's really just to, to hear the people that I like. My daughter sees like stuff in my Hulu queue, and she goes, "Oh, what's this?" I'm like, "It's Big Mouth." I go, "It's not for adults, or it's not. It's not for kids." She goes, "Okay, no." She she gets it's not for kids because she's seen me watch uh, Family Guy. I go, "That's not. You can't watch that. It's just a, it's adult cartoon." And then so the 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 workaround or the compromise is we watch Bob's Burgers. Oh, that's totally for kids. That's for anybody. That's like Simpsons. Oh, no. there's It's not like Simpsons. It's uh, it, There's some little bit of a raunch in there. Really? But, but she can't understand it because uh, they're references, okay. right? But for the most part, it's like, you know, it's funny, the family show. And you know what's so crazy about that? Uh, Kristen Schaal. Kristen yes, Schaal. she's so good. So my daughter watches Bob's Burgers with me. Like, we watch almost regularly, right, for a while. And then there was an advertisement on TV for Toy Story, right? She's a character on Toy Story, the, the most recent one. And she goes, hey, that's Tina or Louis, or Louise, whichever one, Christine. Rec- so, and then we watched a movie where uh, Kirsten Schaal's in it. And she goes, hey, that's that girl from, like, uh, Louise from Bosburgers. And so she, re- like, 
Kitchen Shot has like the most recognizable oh, voice yeah, to yeah, kids yeah. Yeah. from Bob's Burgers. And I was like, dang, you're good. Well, she said that in an interview recently. She was like, you know, I go anywhere and people are like, they just know because you, she can't hide her voice, Christian. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, that's just me. That's I'm that weird voice that Does she have I a, like. Do you think she has a boyfriend? I don't know. She's married. She's married, I think. Too. I don't remember. Do you think she does? The internet's not working, so I can't look it up. Oh, <laughs> I normally thank, I would. Thank goodness. Because we don't need the internet. We don't. And we're moving on to the next thing that uh, I was going to get into real quick. Fantastic. Oh, I, I, I'm going to watch the second season of Tiger King. I didn't want to, but. I didn't watch the first season. I watched the first episode. And then I just thought everyone was stupid for watching this. It's pretty. Yeah, there's. I mean, again, it came out during the height of pandemic, I feel like. Mm. I don't know if that I can even say that because yeah. I don't know if it's ever over. But I don't understand why there's a season two. Well, I'll, 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 let me explain. That's Damn. what this show is for. I feel like you're just doing this for the clicks. What? <laughs> it'll be buried. It'll be buried in the notes. It's not gonna be for the clicks. No, I. Um, uh, it's it's really about like kind of the it the aftermath of what happened in the first season. And the aftermath. Well, because the guy's in. You don't know the story. He's in prison. Uh, yeah. So what's the aftermath of him being in prison? It's more about like the idea of what a documentary can do to people, and I think it's really interesting. It's like a lot of like the fame and the mm-hmm. bullshit that happens to people. Do you know? Do you know who knows that more than anyone else? Kim Kardashian. I don't know. Nah. The um, the dude that went to jail after admitting that he murdered those people. He murdered his wife and This uh, is where you're you're going to you know about? like he was he got away with murder his entire life. And I don't know he, who you're talking about. They, I don't know who you're talking about. The, oh, uh, the guy who coughed and then when he was lying. Yeah. Um uh, I don't know his who name. Coughed when he was lying. He went to the bathroom, he's like, I killed them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't think of it right now. I don't have everyone, the everyone listening to this right now, everyone, like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, we're you don't idiots. Know but you know what's fun is like let's go back to the old school where we just don't know it. We can't look it up. The okay. internet's not working. Right, so we'll keep thinking about this. So I, I watched another documentary about him. Oh, okay. And they it's like a reenactment type of documentary. So I have this I have a new Samsung T V and they have Samsung has its own own this this whole lineup of shows and, and cha- uh, channels and there's one just called like it's almost like true T V type of stuff. Oh, okay. And they followed him and they did like a reenactment and he was pretty abusive and weird his entire life. And he got away with it a long, long time. Like Jeez. it's crazy. I don't want to throw the whole like white cis male white privilege t- type in there, but it was straight up ridiculous. And the people and white people hated his ass, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he was, I mean, he was just if he didn't, if he never did this documentary, he would have got away with it. That's so crazy. And I'm just like, I'm so like blown away that so many people mm-hmm. are fascinated with like the worst stories, though. Like mm-hmm. when it becomes the podcasts or shows. Like mm-hmm. I know you're watching that one, but it is interesting how it's like such an obsession for people to watch. Like. Why do you think that terrible is? Things. You talk, I don't like, know. Like, you talk like murder docs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like all over the place, and I don't really watch them. Yeah, and it's like they're feeding their brains with this stuff, and it's crazier because it's real. It's real. And I think people need that kind of stimulation in their lives. Do they though? Everything is so they, bad already. They, well, think about it. Like, we already gravitate towards the negative, right? We already have our, our, you know, whatever they say. We believe in the whole premise of the. The primitive mind, right? Where we're just always in survivor mode, right? And we're mm. always looking for something wrong or something bad. There's no other way to explain it, right? Um, watching the news, right? Murder docs, right? Um, that's why we get what we get. People gravitate towards that. No one's trying to read good news. I mean, they should. Yeah. And no one's trying to read, <laughs> you know, there's flowery poetry, but no one really gravitates toward the flowery, right? They gravitate toward the dark. You know? Well, and the realistic, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I used to like 
poetry a lot more than I do now. I mean, yeah. I was like super into it. Yeah. And one of my favorite poets was um, this guy named Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Have you heard of him? No. He's from the beat beat era, you know, the beat poets. Yeah. And Ginsburg and all those guys. Kerouac. Kerouac. And, um, but Ferlinghetti, I loved his pentameter and the way he flew, all the text flow, flew, flow, flowed. Poetic lessons. It can be all three. I might need to lay down. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh, anyway, so, but it was about real life. It was like, you know, uh, gritty and it was about like real mm-hmm. stuff that happened a little bit. And so, yeah. Um, what am I watching that's a documentary? Because I always, oh, the, the Beatles one. I just finished the. The one that. Um, epic. The like, one that, what's his name did? Yeah. Again, I, if I don't know his name now. Ja- Jackson. Peter Jackson. Peter. The one that, so what's the, say, big, what's the big anything. deal about that? Because the, 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 the footage was already done. He didn't, he obviously didn't, really, he did, obviously didn't make a documentary about them. He just took footage and. Well, this is the beauty of me talking about on the show. I can, I can explain edited, why. right? Yeah. Well, and it's edited better. Cause it looks the, weird. It doesn't look weird. Like the, uh, like the, I don't want to say the graphics, but the way it looks, it almost looks like they're CGI'd. I don't think it does. It does. It does. <laughs> okay. It's I watched like, like eight hours of it, but. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched any of it, but from what I can tell. Nice. Okay. It looks really Perfect. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, this is the same guy that colorized World War II and other stuff like that. So, and there was no color photography when they filmed World War II and he made it color. He colorized it. So it looks kind of like that shit. Like he did that shit to it. I don't think it looks like that. But anyways, I, I think. Everyone it, just believe me. Just believe me because I saw all of it. Yeah. But it, you know, he saw, I just saw, saw yeah, the I commercial. For it. I'm like, this is, this is something's up. Something, something the original, smells rotten in Denmark. The original footage is on the from documentary Ham- called. Hamlet, by the way. So Good job. English major. Uh, good job. Uh, Let It Be was the documentary from that, fo- that footage was from. Mm. And it's out there. And by the way, uh, I just found out this last night because I was looking through all the old Beatles stuff. A lot of their documentaries are, are on archive.org, which is that great website that you know, basically archives. It it's just like free. It's like royalty free almost at this point. Free? Yeah. Nothing's free. Archive.org. Do you not know of it? Archive.org. It's all, or all free. Yeah, but my question to you is like how did they get it for free? People upload stuff and then like lots of times it's based on royalty free or like it's been public domain or something like Sorry, that. So I live in America, so I don't. This is what I'm talking this. about. This is <laughs> you're doing the thing. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, because they they use like when when Michael Jackson bought their entire like uh, you know um, oh, library. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he paid it handsome penny, and I mean he, he obviously he bought it on on bond, like on, on with, with with loans. But he owned the whole Beatles collection for a while there. Well, to that point, yeah, with copyright and stuff like that. Most mm-hmm. of the stuff is, again, the copyright's expired or something. But this is the Beatles, so it is weird that it's up there. But it is. So, mm-hmm. And when you're listening to the show right now, you can go check it out. It's on archive.org. Long story short, that footage is on that documentary, but this is cleaned up footage. I don't think it looks weird because uh, I watched the belong up to a lot of it. But what I like a lot of about it is it's like at the creative process. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I would watch it in the morning and, like, it's basically following the Beatles every single day as they come into the studio and they got their coffee and they got their little snacks and, you know, they ate a lot of bread and butter. Like that was like one of their main snacks. Europeans. Um, yeah, something. And so then I would like get up in my in the morning for me and get my coffee and like kind of watch it. Yeah, did you have bread and butter? And I had bread and butter. And it was kind of an inspiring thing, you know, like uh, seeing the creative process. And of course, seeing John Lennon and Paul together they really were like the creative force. Mm-hmm. And to see them play with each other, there's so much joking around yeah. that it's mainly a comedy. Like, there's drama, and the Beatles, us, you know, newsflash, spoiler, mm-hmm. they break up at some yeah. point. Like, And then they kind of get back together, and there's like a little bit of drama, but a lot of it is just John Lennon being silly. 
and Paul being silly back with him. And they're like, you know, wasting tape, <laughs> like recording. Right, right. Really, really dumb It wasn't stuff. digital back then. No, they're yeah. like, guys, can you fucking stop? <laughs> We're like... What's interesting, though, because they're writers. I feel like that's just a writer's thing, right? Like, writers are... F- they find comic relief in, in anything, I feel. Mm. Like, I feel like being a good... I mean, being a good comic means being a good writer, I think. It could be. You, or you could to, be, be a good, to be a good comic, you should be a good writer. I don't know if I am. I'm wondering. I mean, not everyone's going to be like... I mean, even when you're just like a physical comic, you're still kind of writing something, right? Yeah. Like, Pratt Falls can't just be the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's the the context of that Pratt Fall. Like, where are, you, where are you falling? Like, you know, it's like I'm falling down over an old lady in a senior citizen's home while I'm trying to bring her food. Like, yeah, like yeah, meals yeah. on wheels yeah. type of day. Like, that's funny. Well, that's because, yeah, I guess you... And tragic because it's their only way to eat. Yeah. And then you just fucked it up. Yeah. What a dick. But you're saying writing, I know what you mean, because you're saying, like, your premises and stuff, right? You're, like, yeah, yeah. coming up with... And that's all, it's all, so if you think about it, that's also probably how they warm up their creative process loose, because it's, like, you know, because they write some pretty intense stuff sometimes, like, not all the time, but I don't know what, what time frame you're, you're, like, this is Let It Be. Yeah. So I don't remember, I mean, I, I used to listen to views a lot in high school, but I don't remember each of their albums anymore, and it's kind of funny, I say this, but I have a sergeant... Uh, Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album mm-hmm. in my uh, in my um, living room displayed. It's like my little podcast area. Next to that is the Whoopi Goldberg on Broadway. Album. Oh, okay. so those are the only two albums I own besides. Uh, um, I have one more album. Oh, I had the Nirvana in Utero un un unopened, but I gave it to my uh, my high school crushes like. 18 year old son because he reminded me of Chris Cornell had the, the beautiful looks whatever. kind of regret giving it to him but I'm glad I did we can get it back let's just call him yeah it was yeah. like a yeah. but yeah I mean I think I think they just I think that's just that's probably the, the way that they just loosen up after before they go into some intense like either recording mm. or performing um, because I mean, they're gonna be there for like they're probably in there for like hours well yeah and this whole th- documentary right? was like and, a and month fucking or something Ringo and George aren't doing anything funny right no yeah. you know they weren't doing funny although no Ringo is really cool like mm. I think someone else said this about that but like you get to see Ringo a lot more and he just seems like totally chill mm. he was like what's going on guys Sm-? they're all smoking cigarettes all the time inside oh yeah of course Shh, scandalous not then I know not then um Anyways, long story short, I love the documentary. People should check it out. Uh, I love it. And I think it's inspirational. Um, and then also, I, I was going to ask you real quick about YouTube because uh, I, like, watch it every day. And I have a queue. I always, like, right-click videos and say, mm-hmm. like, watch later. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a massive, like, watch later queue like I do? No, I don't. Um, my daughter, who's nine years old, my youngest daughter, who's nine years old, watches YouTube all the time mm-hmm. and TikTok. And the reason she watches YouTube is because she watches YouTube to watch gamers and Roblox and Minecraft makers, right? And so I'm watching this. This is, this is how kids watch shows now. They don't watch like appointment TV. They don't watch the television. The only time she watches the actual TV is when she uses the YouTube app. And then she's watching all these oh, YouTubers right, right, like yeah. they make games. Yeah, And she watches these like and they're and these YouTubers, they're on like all all the platforms, right? They're on YouTube, they're on the the, the TikTok, the right? TikTok. That's yeah. what the that's what the kids yeah. call it. Uh, and and they're very successful. But my and, my and these kids are watching. That's how they watch TV on their phones, right? There's no reason for them to watch it on anything else or a, a tablet. And that's how they watch shows. Yeah. So my daughter. So if you go through my YouTube account, 
It's just her stuff. It's just her stuff. They're like, dude, you watch a lot of weird like stuff. I'm like, wait, you, watch you, you should probably fix that. Wow. Now that I'm thinking about it, is it on your name? And it says it's your. Yeah, she should have her own account. Uh, she does now. She was. Well, okay. She she has her. She has. Uh, we just created a YouTube channel for her, and so we're creating content for her. So. All right, right. But yeah, I, I should. Um, but in the summertime, when I was in between jobs, I was on there a lot, and I used to watch uh, just crypto stuff. Oh right, right. Yeah. A lot of crypto. crypto Was that what's crypto. the one I told you about? The guys of crypto or something? Um, maybe. I think they call the guys. I, I listen to Andre Sheik or Sheik, however you pronounce his name. He's great. He's he's really good. Um, really nice guy. And uh, Pompano. Oh, what was his first name? Is Anthony Pompano? I watched mm. that a lot. Uh, so then I just started. I so I I, I obsessively watched like daily. I would just watch these guys talking about GameStop and mm. um, and AMC. And because of them, I bought like a thousand shares of AMC. What's going on with that now? Is it like? I mean, it's it's not. I I bought that stuff in like March of 2020, like when it was like nine bucks, ten bucks. So I'm still up, right? But they were it's supposed to go up to like 500 to a thousand shares. Right, right, right. Yeah, like to I, the moon. To the moon. Yeah, we're all apes. Stuff like that. I could never. Yeah, I get. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, no, I don't have a lot of like YouTube stuff queued. I should. But what do you have? What do you have? Well, no, I'm just wondering because I mean, mine's insane, and obviously I am a weirdo. Or I watch everything, but like it's like I can never get through it. You know, like, do you, I'm always do you cleaning watch, it out. Do you watch television more? I, do you watch a lot of television? I watch no television. No, no, no. Yeah. All the things you described stream, about stream. the young people—that's what I do. Like that's my energy. Like I watch stuff when I want to watch it. A, appointment TV is dead. The mm. only thing, though, and it's actually a pretty good segue, is I love SNL, and you know this. We talked about SNL before. and uh, For those who don't know, SNL stands for Saturday Night Live. Oh, my goodness. Who doesn't know that? You don't know who's watching. So um, I've been you know, obsessed for whatever, and I, I found this thing called the SNL Network, which mm-hmm. is on YouTube is where I first saw it. And they're doing Zoom calls with a bunch of people, and they're basically breaking down the episodes. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm here for that. I'm that kind of a nerdy SNL person where I know all the – background stuff what okay just so another show the sex lives of college girls it's it's a mindy kaling produced and created show oh, i've heard it's about of it. her going to uh her and uh, her going to school at this i don't know it's official college called essex college and she's trying to get into this group called the cotillion which is like a comedy writing shop almost like kind of like harvard had their whatever harvard's like comedy writing troupe mm-hmm. was and then you know from there really good Okay. Really good writing. That's really, HBO, right? It's HBO. Yeah, HBO's yeah. killing it right it now. It is. Oh and, my I, goodness. and I don't even pay for it. I just use it. I give it to for free for having AT&T Wireless. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's all those deals that are going around. Get Hulu for this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many subscriptions I have right now, but I really need to cut them down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I basically canceled almost all of mine because of my yeah. bad money times. Yeah, I'm in. because of cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a dad. You are a dad, <laughs> and I am a young person, which is what I, we decided. So, what show were you? So, the about? SNL Network, yes, uh, goes and looks at all the SNL shows, and I was just so excited about it. I joined it, so it was like a Patreon group. Mm-hmm. It's like really, really cheap, but it was like the idea was it helps support them for what they're doing, mm-hmm. and then you can be on the show with them and just talk yeah. about SNL. Um, so, anyways, I'm going to be on the show. I found out I can announce it. I think maybe I shouldn't. You're going to be on this yeah, show. Yeah, I'm be on the show SNL Network. And I'm, I don't know if I can say it. If I can't, I'll bleep this out and I'll, I'll cut all the section out and then it'll be weird. But I'm going to be on the show um, 
uh, not the SN, and I'm not gonna be on SNL. You just said you're gonna be on SNL, and that's all anyone heard. No, okay, it'd be great <laughs> if I was someday. Uh, but no, no, the the show where they kind of review each uh, episode. The next episode this weekend is Billie Eilish. She's doing double duty. Yeah, but I'm not on that one. I'm on the I think the one after at the Paul Rudd show, which is awesome. Yeah, everyone's excited. He keeps, I think he's just gonna kill it. So what's the so how, what's your participation like? So once the show happens, then um, either that evening or like maybe right after, mm-hmm. we talk about it and it, we record it. You know, we all just talk about it. Go go through every single sketch, the open. The cold open, the monologue, all that stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's super fun. So, anyways, everybody check out the SNL Network. Uh, obviously, check out the Paul Rudd episode because that's the one I'll be on. But he's a, by the way, he's the people's sexiest man alive. Okay, I don't think he's. I mean, if I was to judge a man, mm-hmm. I he he seems fun to me, like a nice guy. Women think funny guys are sexy. Hello. So. Oh, what, I, what I tell you to do. Perfect segue. What I tell you to do. Perfect segue. What I tell you to do on your dating app. We're going to talk about dating apps now. Let's go. So this is the dating app section in Deep Dive. This is the section we call it Hinged. Oh, we should call it that. But then <laughs> or, it's just going to be every bumbled. week about Hinge. <laughs> we bumbled our way into this next segment. Yeah. So we're both named Carlos, and we both had different experiences on dating apps. Yeah, you have an experience and I don't. <laughs> That's the difference. That's great. That was good. That's rich, as they say in my hood. No one says rich. <laughs> rich Little says rich. For those of you who don't know, Rich Little used to be this uh, American <laughs> talk show host. Uh, was at one time uh, an American treasure, a national treasure. Wasn't he on the, it's not the gong show, but uh, the match game, match game. That's dating me as an old person. Yeah, because I don't even know what he was on. Dude, the Match Game was one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. Do you like Match.com? Okay, let's talk about go back to dating apps. See, see I don't know if what that was. Mm. It's a Carlos Haddix thing <laughs> or Carlos Haddix thing. Haddix. Oh, I'm hating. <laughs> oh. Clever. Oh, okay. So when I do that, you call me Carlos Haddix. Yeah, you're being Carlos Haddix. Got it. But um, back to dating apps. Where do you want to go with this, by the way? Where do I want to go with what? Dating apps. Well, we're in it. <laughs> How do how do I know where we're to go when we're in it? We're in we're in the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Carlos Hadix for you. Uh, long hey, time so listener, first time participant. What what do you want to do with this conversation we're having right now? <laughs> do you want to talk um, about I want to keep having it? Well All right. But no, so you are successful on it. I am not. So for me and for anybody listening mm-hmm. for this uh hinged section, what are some tips, Carlos? Okay, so if you're on a dating app such as Hinge or Bumble, they're hel- they're helping you out because they they limit what you can say. So if you go on Match, uh, when I was on Match in '03, that was the first time my old pro and I came back on it in like 2016, 17. My old profile was there, and I read what I wrote. And back in '03, I was like this very like like romantic guy. I loved to write poems. I loved to like leave notes for women. I used to like do the flowers thing, all that stuff. They don't want that shit. You know, I thought they did. I thought they wanted to hear what I had to say. If they're not attracted to you, they're not attracted to you. Sometimes you're too much. I was too much, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then fast forward around 2017, after I broke my last girlfriend, I got on um, Hinge and Tinder at the time. 
Hinge is great because Hinge just allows you to only put six photos and then you can just put like one or two lines of things and they help you out really well. Yeah, they give you like a template. They to give you a template, they give you things. prompts, they yeah. you know, they try to protect you from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you should you should uh, asterisk that with saying mm-hmm. they're trying to protect men from men. They're trying to protect men from themselves. Yeah, because right? I don't think women are as bad as we are. I uh, know, in my uh, opinion. Yeah, we're, this is going to be good because right, this is this is th- I have a lot of data. Okay. Okay. I need All the right, data, so I just need you to interview me about this stuff, right? So this might be a weekly segment. Uh, it can be, and I have I have I have well documented research. And well, give me some of the tips. All right. So I'm not even going to get, I'll give you some tips. So what, so what, so what is the end result? You want to go on a bunch of dates? You want a bunch of responses? Like what, like what's, what do you mean tips? Just like, tips for getting connections right. for people to re- reply to you. Okay. Yeah. Period. Right. One, have, don't, <laughs> for guys, this is for guys, right? Even it's for, for for, even for, for women. Here, for guys, like just women <laughs> don't want to see a baseball hat or sunglasses. They want to know that you're as tall as you are. So, if you're gonna fake the funk, like you know, and they're 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 looking for these things. Like they they say they don't want like shirtless uh, uh, bathroom like selfies, right? Mm-hmm. But I think they just mean they don't want shirtless bathroom selfies from guys that aren't attractive. Right. If you shouldn't have your shirt off, don't have the shirtless. Pic. Yeah, but I mean, some that's of those just... guys don't know, right? How do so, you not know that? Yeah. Come on, that's. All right. Have you? Yeah. I haven't. I'm just. I'm just repeating what I hear. Okay. Um. Also, like, if you write to a woman and she doesn't write you back, like, don't call her the b word or the c word. Or who does? Okay. That's what they're. That's what they're telling me. They're just very. That's why women will either soft ghost. You know, soft ghost is like where you're like, hey, it was nice meeting you, blah blah blah. And then there's this thing that happens like if you meet somebody, right, and you're both very cordial, but there's nothing there. Then you just both almost like agree not to yeah oh yeah write each other back mm-hmm. ever again and nothing happens and some person might violate that and so then you're ghosted because you violated the whole thing like you know there wasn't anything there. you knew that yeah yeah right so okay so uh, those are not helpful yet but continue all right so you give me one fir- more? first thing is just uh, be funny if you can and you don't have to and you can you can use humor in your posts right so um, maybe. Like a one line about something, just be witty or 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 um, an, an anecdotal story. Like, so I told a story about like, hey, I snuck into Cuba, right, and then I didn't have enough money to pay the exit tax. Intriguing, right? Okay. So that's one. Um, every woman seems to have a dog. <laughs> oh my goodness, I have noticed that. Right, every single woman seems to have a dog. Okay. Uh, this is this one's not a real tip, but I I would love someone out there listening to this to try this. I put like, hey, I'm not a narcissist. So apparently, a lot of women who have been married and dated or been a long term have dated a lot of narcissists. Okay, so that's that's my Just research. Just put it out there, yeah, maybe. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So and they happen to be attracted to me. So that's saying something, right, about me. Um, so I'm questioning that. Uh, just. Have like a real picture, like don't put like landscapes or whatever. Have a dog in there though. Oh my goodness! Even I just that, rent a dog at this yeah, point. Rent a I dog think. or stand next. Just show that you're a dog lover. Yeah. Okay. And if you have like a nephew or a niece that is really cute, stand by it. Really? Stand by it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's and and use that like verbiage yeah, because because so. you know I mean. <clears throat> 
anybody can, I mean, Ted Bundy is a handsome person, right? But he's a serial killer, so they don't know. Um, yeah, just. I think the best thing is the comedy part of it. Kind no, of. No, like I didn't say. I didn't say comedy. I said be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, that's what I mean. Yeah. Just, just, just like say something witty, funny, charming, and also like the lead in. I think is a cool, yeah. a good idea. These aren't too. good tips. You're right. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm taking some of the things I'm saying. Like, uh, but know. I'm just telling you, like, if you have a hat on, if you have sunglasses on, don't. Don't. Yeah, and have a real picture. Um, some like women. If you're listening to this, like. I just have a, just get a friend to take your picture. Like, why are you putting I in know. pictures where you have like you have you're scratching out someone's face or you're like you know like you know they put like the like smiley yeah. face. I'm like, you don't have any other pictures. I know that's weird. And by the way, women do that too. All no, I'm talking about women. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, guys aren't doing that. Women that are doing that. That is a real weird thing. And then they'll do. have a guy in the picture. I'm like, who's this guy? No, like context. Is that your brother? Because that's what we always do. Like as guys, we're like, okay, is that your baby? Yeah. Is that someone yeah. you're involved with? And if yeah. I'm, yeah, if I'm putting a picture of a, of me next to a woman in there, it's it's either my daughter, right? And she's super cute, so I'm just advertising my DNA, and or it's like couple of women and they're super look good looking so you know that i hang out with like at least good looking women oh that that might be a tip by the way about what about what to do because that yeah that's an interesting so like oh he has female friends and they're better looking than me (laughs) well i don't know about that specifically but well we don't know yeah we we don't we don't know data on that Okay, well, I'm going to take some of that stuff in a cloud of potential ideas and do, <laughs> and do something with that. Well, what's your experience been? Have you gone on any dates? Not recently, no. And again, yeah. I've not really been, I think a lot of like life in general, to mm-hmm. real quick tangent, is like being ready for like, you know, not just manifesting, but like being ready for mm-hmm. the next moment. Yeah. And with the pandemic and with like being out of work and all this kind of different stuff I went through, yeah. I just wasn't me and ready. Yeah. So and, I think I'm just starting to get that way. And also, just don't be afraid to just go ahead and ask him to coffee. I call it meeting greets. Like they're not even dates; they're called, they're meeting greets, and you do it during the day, so it's safe for the for the ladies, right? Right. And it's also a... it's inexp- inexpensive, right. right? Because like this one lady asked me if I wanted, so we were supposed to be for coffee. Then she converted it to like uh, to like a dinner. She goes, "Oh, I understand." She goes, "I'm I'm going to pay for myself." I'm like, "I go, no, I don't mind paying." She goes, "No, I just some guy I asked to dinner once, and he's like, oh, dating gets really expensive.' So don't do that shit, guys. Like, don't oh, be that douchebag. Yeah, like, yeah. like, so this, this is the kind of stuff that women are. If you're just a decent dude, I mean, and you can get someone to like respond, just do the fundamentals, man. Like, it's I, it's, it's 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 almost like being going above and beyond, just doing the fundamentals at this point. Yeah, yeah. And I like the idea of um, just going directly to. A, you know, asking out for the coffee date thing because that's yeah, actually like you don't a want. Good... I mean, they don't they don't want a texting buddy, right? Yeah, exactly. They, they really don't. don't. Forth, and yeah. so, you know, and then it's funny that one lady uh, I asked her to get coffee. She was it's literally like the second thing we we community. She was that seems kind of fast. And then she's like, then she came back later. She goes, "F it, let's do it." And then I did it. And she said, "F it too." She no, no. She it. goes, "Let's do this," and I I couldn't make it. And then uh... and then we just like you know never talked again. Well, uh, I'm going to take some of that advice. And Which I just, one? I don't remember now. <laughs> but um, I'll go back and listen to this episode and then yeah. say, I mean, we'll do some of those things. We'll, we'll come back to these. I we'll mean, come back to yeah. it. Um, moving on to other things besides, well, that's an app as well that I want to talk about. Yeah. Is the thing that you think I'm too like old for, which is TikTok. Ah. Um, because we're comedy people. And I've been doing for the last year um, sketches on TikTok and Instagram. I'll say this though, even though I said we're too old, like when I was doing before, right around when you and I met, 
I did a show at Laos Comedy Club uh, in Seattle U District, and I created a um, a TikTok video to advertise it right, and right. posted it because yeah. TikTok had really cool editing apps. Not as good as they have it now. And then Stella, my daughter, was in it with me. And that was my first TikTok. And so that was probably, that was probably like 2017. Mm. And so if I just kept doing it, right? Um, exactly. It would have been, I would have been way, like, you know, especially like leading into the pandemic because that's when people really started like getting yeah. into it, right? And so I, I was just, it was like, I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And it was really good editing, but I just didn't have the energy for it. Um, but if it just kept, kept doing it because there was no one was really, it wasn't trending. It wasn't like, kids weren't really doing at the time you know um but the editing software was great so my first tiktok was in 2017 and then i didn't make another one until i think you and i started working together or my daughter started like getting into tiktok around like 2020 2020 but i like it yeah but like you you said though it's it's like such a it still is early days and the fact is Mm -hmm. like you know anybody and their mother is probably watching and are on it and i think that because um you know, YouTube had that moment where if you get in early, mm-hmm. then you can, um, you can, yeah, you can just kind of build a fan base for yourself. But if you later on, it's even going to be more inundated and it's already pretty much too crowded as it is. I, I, I feel like even when you go on YouTube and you're trying to follow these guys who are teaching you how to increase your followers and they know the algorithm, it's changing all the all time. Right? It's changing all the time. And you know what? That's a good uh, thing because in my YouTube uh, like watch later list, I always watch those guys. And sometimes they have really good stuff because like mm-hmm. this guy, Robert Benjamin, always talks about hashtags and strategies and stuff. And He's good. Sometimes it works. Like sometimes yeah. I did a, like two broad hashtags and two niche specific and like one of my things blew up and I was like, is it the hashtags? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, but it's, it, like you said, it's changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Long story short, at some point about a year ago, I jumped into it and, you know, took that uh, plunge. And I think that right now I'm getting close to, you know, things moving around a bit here and there. There's a couple of things that are viral. But it, it's just another place for me to put out, like you said earlier, the writing. Mm-hmm. And when I come up with something that I think is funny, it's, it's yeah, it's a performance. But it's also like, is this setup good? And you let mainly younger people judge. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, everybody's on there. But it is kind of fun because then I'm like, okay, if young people also think it's cool then that's kind of cool you know a feather in my cap yeah i i think and who knows what who knows if like what young people think is cool is actually cool right oh it doesn't really matter though does it like yeah if people laugh and then yeah. that's it because i feel like tiktok it's like young people and old people and like like people alike will like a thing on a viral quote unquote national scale. Yeah. 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 Right. And I don't think it has to, like, I don't think TikTok has anything to do with the young or old because I think everyone is on that thing. That's exactly it. Yeah. Now. Right. Yeah. But although that being everybody's dancing, there's a lot of dancing, but there's a lot. Mm -hmm. If people think that when you're listening to this right now, that TikTok is a dancing app, it isn't though. Because as long as you start liking things, it'll change your for you page. But what are you going to say? I was going to say something like, like TikTok is where uh, you just like you're an alien coming from another planet and landed here and got on TikTok. Like, oh, white people dance a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of uh, young white people dancing. Yeah, it's like there's no black people dancing on TikTok. No, but, but there are. No, there's a lot, but you just it just doesn't get into people's feeds. Yeah, the for you page. I think uh, in general, I love it, and I think um, 
I also hate it because sometimes you'll hear my stupid text messages come in and probably not want to answer them because it's me going like, I haven't figured the fucking algorithm out yet. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, it just fucking happens. So what I'm trying to do is just chill out with that. Yeah. Make what I think is interesting and funny. Yeah. And every once in a while, it fucking works. Like people like, you know, like my Starbucks content, they like, you know, certain sketches. And um, the one that took off the most was on Instagram, though, because mm-hmm. Instagram Reels is, is really huge right now, too. My nine-year-old daughter like, just makes, like, dancing ones or, like, and I'll help her edit them, and edit, edit them, and some of them are really cool. And then what kids her age like to look at is, like, Roblox, uh, oh, yeah. Roblox game clips. And so she'll make one, and she made, like, a really weird collage one. No rhyme or reason or whatever. It was just, like, it, it just blew up for her. Because she only got, like, you know, 10 views, 50 views. And this one got, like, 600, which was, like, very different. I'm looking at this. And then the next one's, like, 10, 30, 40. And then she gets, and then she makes another one that's just, like, another Roblox one. She gets, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, it's, I'm just going to say it's very random. It's random. The algorithm's changing all the time. Just mm-hmm. recently, to again, just bring it back to my account, the last 10 videos did like hundreds of views when I've been getting thousands or 10,000. 10, mm-hmm. And so it's just weird because it literally, it wasn't that much less funny. You know, yeah. like, and so, yeah, there's something. When you first get started, and if you listen to the pundits, like, they will blow your shit up. Like they'll blow your first five up so that you get addicted to oh, like drugs. the euphoria. Like drugs. Right? And yeah. then they it keep, is a... and then and then you're chasing that that first initial inaugural like post, right? And you may never get to it and you can't figure it out. Well, okay. I mean I'm past that, but I know what you're saying and I feel like that is a thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like um I think that yeah, it's changed or all the time. If it's, not, if it's not a thing now, it was a thing. It might have been a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they wanted content. I mean, that's a way to. do I it. mean, they're they're geniuses, right? They got they got all these billions of idiots like like me, like like, like me. Uh, you know, just making free content. Making they free don't have content, to hire yeah. an actor. That's why the actors are obsolete. Yeah, right. They they are. I don't know why they're still paying these people like twenty million dollars a movie. They don't draw anybody. Well, that's a tangent we could go on because I think that there's still... No, it's still, it's still TikTok, right? We're still talking about TikTok. Right, right. But I'm saying actors are still needed for movies. They're needed for movies, but they don't need to be stars. I guess, hmm. I don't know. So name all the stars. All the stars are like in their like 40s or 50s. Stars. Stars. No, no. Stars. No, stars. stars. Zendaya. The Rock is a star. Zendaya is young is, as Zendaya shit. Tom comes, Holland. Zendaya together. comes from... <laughs> By the way, uh, when I was using the Instagram celebrity lookalike app, uh, the first person that came up that I looked like was Tom Holland. That's wrong. Yeah. Second was Jason Momoa. Third was Margot Robbie. And then fourth <laughs> nice. was uh, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. They're wildly <laughs> off. So, yeah. so did you see my Instagram? I'm like, is this a facial like uh, AI uh, algorithm or is it like like uh, sensitive, uh, sensitive, brooding yeah, yeah, men yeah. with feminine energy. Because <laughs> I'm like, because they nailed that. Yeah, right? I mean, that's what they so, meant. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, Margaret Robbie was because she has really nice hair. There's tons of young Did you know she's on, actors she's on that are amazing. Mom, that TV show, Mom. I don't know what Mom is. You don't uh, know what Mom is? I don't know what Mom is. Anyways, TikTok? moving on. We're almost out of time. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. We got to get to something funny. Well, I'm about to do something, which is Hell actually not yeah. funny. It's Hell comedy, yeah. but it's not funny. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The money. The money shot? shot? That's no. what we'll call the segment. Yep, the this money is the money shot. shot. This is what Let's you've been be lewd. waiting for. Everybody's been waiting for. 
Let's be lewd. Uh, my stomach we, is growling and it's should, probably being picked up on the should, mic. You should crack the. Yeah, we got to do that. Let's do it. Wait, we have no glasses. Oh, this has got coffee in it. For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And maybe it's going to have old fashioned right. in after. Well, I, I either like pound this water. Like that's this. what we could do. I thought you would bring the cups. I thought, I seriously, I thought. You didn't, I didn't know a gift was coming. I just thought they'd have like a water cup in there. We you know can't what? swig it together. It's not happening. How much time do we have? Do we have time for uh, a pee break? I guess we could have a quick break. This is an ad from your uh, a local ad for your sponsor. <laughs> ad sponsor break. <laughs> so this is a show is brought to you by- I'll on, talk about the Knob Creek. On, on the Rocks. Is this well, Knob Creek? On the Rocks is the brand, and Knob Creek is, I guess, a sub-brand? No, I, that's the alcohol. That's the whiskey, the bourbon. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, you yeah. know a lot about I alcohol. Like, yeah, I do. I know my bourbon. Okay, cool. So uh, we'll take a quick break. And pee break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We should have a sponsor. Uh, what is this called? It's a proud source water. It's water that comes in an aluminum can that which you can actually recycle. And if you people are still woke, but drinking out of plastic bottles, how woke are you? How woke are you? Get with the program. Proud source water. Proud source water. The woke water. Oh, that's a pretty good tagline. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but but it makes perfect dollars. Sense. It makes okay. You didn't go proud the place sense. that I wanted you to go. No, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. Now we're gonna talk about comedy before we leave Hell because yeah. finally, right? Finally, although we ha- are out of time, so we'll probably have to do this again. This segment we have like ten minutes. minutes. Okay, so this segment is now called the money shot, and on the a lot of things we had the beginning entertainment, and we had. Um, deep dive, and now these are money shot. I'm money actually shot. proud of myself. You actually like it, and you're the professional. I so do I, like so it. I appreciate. it. I like it. Yes. It's it's like what you've been waiting for at the end. Yes, the money shot. Although next time maybe it'll be a little longer. So what happened is this this conversation we're going to have in the money shot mm-hmm. started because I made a sketch. Um, I think this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Is I made a sketch quickly and a really really short sketch about Chappelle because both Carlos and I have thoughts on Chappelle. And his last special, which is the closer, and the short version of what I think, the very short version, is I thought that it was kind of like a TED Talk. He just basically talked about the trans community and I didn't like how his energy was. And I just, it felt not funny and like not really a comedy special. And so I made a quick little sketch with two characters. And again, it's funny because all the comments were so rough, but it was two characters, not me specifically saying how I feel. And one character was like, Yo, Chappelle's the goat. Did you see his new special? It was so good. And like, that's it. Which again, I can't even comprehend how someone could say that, but I'm sure they they said that out there. The other character's like, oh, you mean that spiteful TED talk where he talked down about the trans community, you know, basically the whole time. He's like, you don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. And that's all the sketch was, Mm -hmm. right? Just kind of like the beginning of a discussion. And all the comments were, most of them were like 99% were negative. And all these downvotes and tons of things. And one was like really like bad towards me. And I actually removed that one. But I'm usually really good about killing things with comedy. And I went into the comments and I actually had pretty good discussions with a bunch of people. Yeah. And again, saying like, these are characters and I wanted to get the conversation started. But the way that it was so skewed towards negativity Mm -hmm. and like, if you don't think Dave Chappelle's the goat, you're an asshole. And also you're dumb for thinking these ways. And I don't like you. Right. So that just got me so like frustrated and it just confused. And before this skit that I did, we had already talked about how we didn't understand why Chappelle had so much reverence, I mm-hmm. think. 
So that's the starting point. Yeah, of this. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand why he has so much reverence. I just don't understand why people don't understand that he can also be held accountable for what the things that he says and people don't have to be accepting of it, even if it's comedy. So you put out the comedy, then the reaction to the comedy shouldn't be like, everyone should just laugh, right? Because you're not, because Chappelle's not trying to do comedy more by his own admission. He goes like, the only time people ever take me seriously even as I put a punchline behind what I say. I'm like, well, Chappelle, it's because you're a fucking comedian, right? And then you're selling yourself as a comedian. So if you're doing a TED Talk, say you're doing a TED Talk about transgender issues or you're doing a TED Talk about race relations in America. But no, we're paying $200 a ticket to come see you make us laugh. So if you are going to offend us, because by his own admission, he has people that support him in the trans community, right? So that's great. Congratulations, right? And by his own admission, most of the people that come to the show are primarily white people. Great. Congratulations, right? So if you say things that are offensive, right, in your comedy, not everyone needs to have to laugh about it. Do we have to agree that you're the GOAT? Fine. Let's say you're the GOAT. But at the same time, the GOAT, all GOATs, Chappelle, Richard Pryor, uh, Carlin, blah, blah, blah. You know, people are going to react, right? And what you want as a comedian is the reaction. Whether that's laughter, which is probably the number one reaction you want, great. But are you telling jokes, right? right? Yeah. And are your jokes funny? They're not funny to everybody, right? And that's fine. But not everyone has to say everything Chappelle says is funny. Not true. It's never been true. Right. Of any community. Not anybody. Any of human any being. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Seinfeld, not anybody. We could talk about Seinfeld, too. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> Anyways, yes, to your point, though. like Carlos is laughing because he knows I don't love Seinfeld. Yeah, fully. and I like parts of Seinfeld. But like before Seinfeld. we go into that, to your point, Lenny Bruce, one of my favorites. Yeah, um, family, now, family comedian, very, very, uh, you know, green. Just kidding. Carlos is doing his Carlos thing. Uh, no, what I'm saying is that he, I loved what he did, and I loved the stance he took. Uh, he was really fighting against censorship in general. Like mm. they were like taking him off stage. If our younger listeners don't know, Lenny Bruce was a comedian. Where when he was on stage, certain things he said, police might come in and actually take him off stage because they were considered too lewd. Yeah. Um, if you, for, what's that for, show yeah, that's out? Yeah. For the for, for those who don't know who Lenny Bruce is, just watch the first season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Prime, and he is the comedian that. Either she bails out of jail or he bails her out of jail. So he's a very controversial figure. He's like a Chappelle-like figure. He's more like a Richard Pryor-like figure in the derogatory, like very controversial things that he was saying. Um, but he was saying in the like, the fifties. Yeah, he was saying like when it was like yeah. it, literally illegal. Yeah, there's a movie called uh, Lenny, uh, starring uh, Dustin Hoffman. That you oh, can that's just right. Download yeah, and yeah. see. Boring, but watch it. <laughs> nice. Well, that's the, kind of to the point. Like, I don't, I know what Lenny Bruce was going to bring. And again, it wasn't like the laugh out loud, kill me laughing. Although mm-hmm. if I was in the 50s, again, it's a time period. Like, I would probably have laughed more at his stuff. It's naughty. Yeah, because it was, it was like, he was like, naughty. oh, he's saying that. Or again, he was saying like what was real to him. Yeah. Let me kind of bring that tangent over. So like, if I'm looking at Lenny Bruce, I kind of know what I'm expecting from him, mm-hmm. right? Dave Chappelle, if I think of Chappelle, I think it's a Chappelle show, unfortunately or fortunately, because it was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was funny. I loved mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, or I think of his movies or I think of a couple of his specials where I enjoyed a lot of it. But then I don't think of what The Closer was, right? Which is this kind of talk, this discussion thing, which some comedians do and Lenny Bruce did all the time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his shtick, mm-hmm. right? And so it wasn't his, and that's so that's why it kind of came out of left field for me. Also, and to your point, 
There's no jokes. There's no motherfucking jokes in that special. You go back and rewatch that, and I, I are you literally, talking about the closer? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I literally ask anybody who's listening to this mm-hmm. uh, to to show me the joke, and he did some in quotes jokes mm-hmm. about Jews and stuff that were just mm-hmm. like lame duck jokes, like not yeah. even real jokes. Let me ask you this: Did you laugh at all? Never. Not even once. So I find that I find that a little strange because I did laugh. Really? So, yeah. I Wait, did, I where did, did you laugh? I mean, I'm, I laughed. I thought some of the stuff that he said was funny. And I thought, like, for instance, um, I think when he opened up with, like, the references to the baby, right? And how he, it's like, it's how it's, it's, he doesn't tell jokes, but what he does is he relies on his inflections and how he says certain things and certain words. So when he says the N word, a lot of people like to laugh because he has this high pitched voice, but he's using the N word to 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 create this intonation that's that's very almost trademark of Chappelle's style right is it funny not necessarily but you laugh because it's something that you're familiar with and you're used to and he uses it as a device as a technique that he uses it's his inflection i would say it's his inflection because it it worked a lot better when he was skinny and like not as like I wouldn't say he's buff, but he's he's filled out, right? So he he looks different. He has a different kind of swagger. He's just not this harmless, skinny black guy that could probably have been a crackhead, right? right people right. love that. People find that. Well, extremely, he was that in his show. Yeah, he, he, people yeah. find that funny. I found there was some humor in his comedy in the closer. I did laugh. I will say that. Hmm. Uh, at what part did I laugh? Don't remember, right? But it was funny. I also found myself just paying attention to what he was doing and is what he's doing traditional stand-up comedy. I don't know anymore right because he doesn't he by his own mission he doesn't necessarily want to do that he wants to be provocative he wants to be like semi george carlin ish right but he doesn't want to be held accountable for anything he says and i say that because he wants to go hey you guys came in here you know this is a comedy show yeah uh are you gonna tell a joke (laughs) right right are you gonna tell a joke right if you go to a trevor noah show Seinfeld for sure just tells jokes. That's all Seinfeld does. He's not trying to harm anybody. Uh, Chappelle wants to be this pundit, right? Some this philosopher, right? He wants to be this. Uh, uh, you know, this is this is what happens when you have a mic and then you start making some money and then you never went to fucking college, right? And you're you have the you have the mic, you have the floor. People are paying you millions, yeah. but he is a good writer. Yeah, but when you say though, when you say he wants this, like. If if we don't if we're not following him like in social or something, how do we know what if he, he wants, wants to make five hundred million dollars for his like TV show like Seinfeld and Larry David does? He does something different, right? He's he's okay with getting like you know a hundred million dollars for you know four specials, and he can say whatever the fuck he wants because he's already got that money. It's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like when you're saying what he wants to be like known for now, right? Let's say mm-hmm. he wants to be this pundit, or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I'm just watching this, well, specials, he's not trying to be known to tell nice, funny, family-friendly jokes. I've never said that, but right. I'm saying like if you look at Sticks and Stones or whatever, and mm-hmm. see, look at the different specials. Mm-hmm. That again, the closer doesn't feel like those. And mm-hmm. so if you're not, if you're going off just material, mm-hmm. there's nothing that signals to me that that's what he's doing now. That he's trying to be a comedian. Or that he's trying, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to tackle all these topics that would seem like taboo. Like, why is he like? There was, there's one episode where he's in the comedy store, and I forgot what it's called. Uh, either it's either Six and Stones or Equanimity. I don't know which one of these these these, these specials he did. I mean, it was it was it was. I found it god awful, and he was basically trying to like mansplain and or like to tell women like you know women you got to stop doing this and this i'm like oh, I think why I that. Yeah, yeah. are you even doing that because yeah. like for me as a person that wants to see him tell funny jokes i'm like dude 
Not interested. Yeah. Not from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying that he maybe already started this kind of thing. He started. A he while started a while ago. back. I'm like, dude, I don't want to see this. When I watched the closer, I'm like, okay, this was a good close because I knew. Because, was we're like on different pages. That's, that's okay. That's oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. why we don't we don't need to be like we don't need to be on the same thing. Spy, we don't. Spy was like, it's a it's a it's a civil discourse on this. And by the way, I'm not 100 like a Chappelle. Head. We're just talking about the closer in particular, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. did I laugh? That was a question. Did I laugh? Absolutely. You're saying you didn't laugh at all. Not I got even. text messages from you know friends, you know uh, female friends. Like I, she goes, did you watch this? I'm like, yeah. She goes, it's hard to watch. I couldn't watch the whole thing. I had to stop. You know, this is my friend's like a therapist, and she deals with women with trauma and whatever. And and she has uh, you know, she has friends in the LGBTQIA plus community, right? Nice. So it's not funny to everyone. And then you watch the show, and you see the people in the front row, right? And they focus I, on those two people so much. Though. Well, because you see the facial expression, they're not having a good time. Mm-hmm. They're not having a good time, and as a entertainer, right. You're failing. Right. Because if you go to a small club and did that, then you don't go back up or you get the red light. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to fucking get off stage. So let's talk about that for a second. Right? Yeah, that's so an we're interesting. So we're not talking about whether or not Dave Chappelle is funny. We're talking about whether or not The Closer was funny. Right. But I, I want to put an asterisk in one specific thing, which we have a few minutes to get to, of why I was frustrated with his TED Talk version of it. But to this point... Yeah, if you're doing the comedy special on a stage, and that's, again, your profession as comedian. And mm-hmm. we know we've both been on the stage and we both did okay. I would say I did okay sometimes yeah. or just ate shit. Yeah, yeah. And I've yeah, done both. Yeah, and if you're up there and he's doing what he's doing for, I don't know how long it was, but a pretty long time. Yeah. And, and you you don't got nobody. Yeah. You got a few pockets of people. I watched it in the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. that you got, but the most of them you don't. Right. Then that's a failure, like from a entertainment standpoint. Right, but from a but from a, from the standpoint of people who are watching that show that weren't in the stands. Right, it was, and according to Netflix, so Netflix just tell you they don't they don't reveal their data, but they'll just tell you how well it did, and they and they stood their ground and they didn't take him down, which I I, I respect that move, right? Because I don't want anything that's been made to be removed right that's gets the censorship and yeah you stand you slope. stand by it if people are watching it right versus people aren't watching that's why netflix is like they need to reveal their data because they're telling us like red notice is the most watched show i know I'm like, why I'm aren't like, they giving uh, us the I'm data like, because they don't have to and we'll just believe them just like their top 10 is bullshit let's come back to that on the sorry, show sorry sometime. no no so no because i really yeah, want to yeah get we'll come back that. next week so Chappelle. Uh, the closer. We're talking about the closer. Yep. And is Chappelle funny? Uh, oh, yes. Chappelle is funny to me, right? Is he the goat? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, like the greatest of all time is the stupidest fucking thing that it you is, can ever say. They're because all, they're, everyone's they're, so every, diverse. Yeah, everyone's still going. Like, yeah. and, but let's just say we go, okay, Chappelle is in the running for sure in the top 10 of the goats, right? For, as in your there's, opinion. There's Tom Brady. There's. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he is the comedian of this time. And, there's another thing I want to say before the end of this. Is okay. Like he's saying stuff that's offensive. Okay. To some people. To, to some, some people. people. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's saying stuff that's offensive to some people, and some people are standing behind him more not because they think what he's saying in the closer is funny, but because they're tired of being, be, being subjected to cancel cultures. Right. Overly tyrannical, a.k.a. puritanical. Whoa. Right? viewpoint and that's how it comes off and so there's he's getting he's getting followers Mm. and he's getting supporters that he probably doesn't want 
Right. Do you understand what I'm trying yes, to get to? I'm not going to say it. No, no, I get right? it. So he's saying controversial things, right, that seems disparaging and is disparaging to the transgender community, right? And he's saying it in an, ap- an apologetic way, and that's what's really getting people, right? So because he's, he's able to say, as a black male, he's able to say all these things and still have the special stay on and also netflix is standing by him and he hasn't gotten canceled he's still getting whatever there's people that are probably not in his demographically favored yeah backing him in silence and now they're super fans and yeah super fans well that brings a whole other thing we'll have to get to another episode because we're out of time but before we leave i do want to say one last thing and it is just that one of the main reasons I didn't like that specific special was because it was about generally one topic. And so any, I've watched almost every comedy special, right? Okay. So we can go that real quick. Yeah. Because, and it's about a topic that isn't inherently funny. It's like inherently depressing. And like, there's a lot of trauma and bullying going around around this topic. So my point, when I first started watching it and thinking he was going to pivot at some point and he never did i was like oh this isn't funny for this reason because i like watching someone tackle a bunch of issues that we're all going through not like this one specific thing which i only find like you know dark news around and then and and this is i gotta say this he his one you know saving grace about him being friends with somebody who's trans turns out to be a horrific ending to a story and 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 when you do that this is important. When you do that in entertainment or even as a, a TED Talk or as a com- comedian, you better fucking do something good with that ending. Mm-hmm. If somebody's fucking life ended, mm-hmm. you don't do what he did, which was just like a little pitter-patter, silence. The mm-hmm. audience doesn't know what to do. And then mm-hmm. he makes a joke that you know this person, this woman would have enjoyed his comedy, Yeah, which is very egotistical. Sure. We're out of time, but like that is one let me, let last me, thing. Let yes. me say that. So in summation, uh, so to your <laughs> oh, point- Oh, you're going to yeah, summate my thing. Yeah, no, I think, Please I think it's summate. very important. So when you say it like that, now I look at it from a different point of view. So he stayed on one topic that wasn't a touchy, like wasn't like a, a uplifting, good feel, whatever. And then he wanted to defend his stance by saying that, hey, I had this one transgender uh, female who loved me and she supported me. And guess what? She killed herself because you guys hated on her because she supported me. So it's your fault. Is that gaslighting uh, or something? Uh, yeah, it's like- yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and that's how he closed the story. And we're like, so that's comedy. That's the Dave Chappelle comedy, right? So is that comedy? I wouldn't even call that Dave Chappelle comedy. Yeah, it's just a, it's I, just, I like it's Dave just a really comedy. bad TED talk. <laughs> and that's it. We're out of time. Carlos Haddocks, thank you for being here. You'll probably just be on next week because um, <laughs> we got to talk about that more and send Definitely. any comments on this video. Go ahead, bring them because I'm not taking this one down. I took that other sketch down off YouTube because I just don't want to oh, deal with really? it anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. it's still on the other sh- platforms, but. On YouTube, it was getting really crazy. So, we should um, talk about comments. Please follow us on youtube.com slash a lot of things. Uh, I'm on TikTok, Carlos Rodella, R O D E L A. Carlos Rodella Comedy on Instagram. What and is your shit? I am on Haha Addicts on Instagram as well, too. Haha H H H A underscore H A. Oh, there's an underscore? Haddocks. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'll never find me. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.